Hello, hello, and welcome to the very special 71st audio equivalent of falling face first into a boxcar full of razor blades NPC Christmas episode. Woo! Woo! I am your holly jolly host NPC, Paul, acting as your Santa Claus of sonorous celebration. We don't have anybody in the studio today. I'm very alone. Uh, Katie had a bit too much of the Christmas sherry, so she is at home nursing a tummy ache. But over Zoom, we have the rest of the NPCs. First off, of course, we have the Grinch, whose heart grew only two sizes this year. It's Dan. How's it going, Dan? Uh, Bah humbug. Bah humbug, indeed. It's every year. Did you know you say that every year? I double-checked. Really? Yeah. I'm glad. That makes sense. I'm glad it makes sense. Yeah. Also over Zoom, his triumphant return, the Christmas star smiling down from on high. It's Kent. Kent, welcome back to the show. We've missed you. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, I've been standing outside your place for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I've been purposefully ignoring you. Yeah, I can't feel any of my fingers or toes. I know. Just letting you know. That was my goal. Also... Last, but of course not least, the Rudolph to the sleigh ride that is this podcast. We're talking about Leonard. Leonard, welcome to the show. What was what was that? He just strangled us. Oh, it was a reindeer call? It's uh, it's assigned to Kent. Kent should know what it means soon enough. Got it. All right. Well, that is uh, the the NPCs that you're going to be listening to for the first uh, a little bit. We're going to be uh, doing a shorter-ish episode because, of course, it's the NPC Christmas episode where at the end of the show we all open presents for each other. Uh, and it turns out to be one of the worst-sounding episodes of the year every year that we do it. And, Unless you're uh, really into hearing rustling paper. <laughs> and the smart Christmas. And descriptions yeah. of Steve gifts. Kent and I are on the same wave. <laughs> But of course, we're going to go around and talk about what we've been playing. And we have a little bit of news, not too much because it's the end of the year. But first off, uh, Kent, what have you been playing? I know you've been busy with school, but, uh, you know, maybe you had some time. Yeah. um, I mean, for the past couple of days, um, I got back into the retro things and I am playing currently Silent Hill 2 on the PS2. Wow. Um. Was that a challenge to set up on a modern TV? Um, so actually, I have a. I connected it to my semi-modern TV, okay. so it wasn't that bad. It was just a little <laughs> bit bad. Okay. But I have component cables coming in, so I'm going to connect it to my current Ultra HD TV. <laughs> so that will be the biggest pain. Um, but <laughs> currently, it's working on my semi-modern TV. Uh, so not quite CRT. Mm-hmm. Um, so composite looks very ugly. Yeah. But yeah. hey, the game itself is amazing. Um, aside from that, I've been playing. I just got Doom Eternal because it's like nineteen dollars on the PS Store. Nice. I hear it's a good um, game. I hear it's just as good as the uh, the 2016. Yeah, I actually like it better. I couldn't even play through two, 2016 to be honest. Really? I don't know why. Mm. I think it was like the orange red constantly in my oh. face that kind of gave me a headache. No, I get that. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, it's buttons. fun. Um, and the, the leftover I got with the gift card, 
Um, I got Donut County, I think it's called. I hear good things about that. It looks um, like a very simple game, but you play as a whole. Yeah, no, it's um, it's very soothing, I guess. Visually relaxing. It's a it's a great game. It's only it's a pretty short game, so I'd recommend getting it when it's uh, like sixty percent off, which it currently is. So. Hey, all right, that's not bad. Nice. You know, uh, you talking about the PS2 makes me uh, have like, I have this feeling that in like five years, we're going to see CRTVs making a comeback just to play like 64 PlayStation 2 original Xbox. Like, I I have a feeling that like Sony or Toshiba or something, they're going to come out with like fancy CRTVs, CRTVs that look good on your, you know, gaming entertainment center, and they're built specifically to play these older games. Uh, yeah, or like a little attachment. It's going to be like a PS2 Mini or something. Yeah, and yeah. It's like a screen. Like that. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. They, yeah, they actually had that, I think, right? For the PS2? They Was had it for like a... The, yeah, they had it for both the PS2 and the PS1, uh, a little screen yeah. that you would pop onto the system itself. So it would be semi-portable, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, those... Those were fun. A friend of mine had one, and it did not work. Uh, okay. I think I'd do it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing BDO because that is the easiest thing in the world to play when you have no time in the world. Right. <clears throat> and how are you um, enjoying Black Desert Online? It's going well. I'm uh, training a horse as we speak. Ah. Running back and forth. That's exciting yes that's riveting <laughs> uh past that i played a bit of cyberpunk but i do not really have enough time to do much so i do side missions every once in a while but mm. that's about as far as i get no i get it that uh, those kinds of uh, witcher sized games um they're they're time sink that's for sure oh yeah no i mean it's like i start a mission and i realize like two hours have gone by and i have to go to bed and it's like i'm not even done with the mission so <laughs> It's just, yeah, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, um, I've been playing a little bit of Tony Hawk. I forgot about that. Oh, oh! Tony Hawk 1 2. Nice. Yes. How do you forget about Tony Hawk? <laughs> what? I mean... This I is not on the on. on the PS1 and PS2, right? This is Yeah, this yeah. Is I the play the 1 and 2 remaster on okay. a PS5. Okay. On my like PS5. It? Uh, yeah, it's actually really cool. Uh, they merged both games, so instead of like playing two individual games, you level up your skater and you carry them across both games. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I, they're great. I do kind of miss like at the at, like before the splash screen, it would ask you like, "What game do you want to play?" But yeah. that's fine. Um, I'm actually checking right now to see how much it is on uh, PlayStation, just so maybe. Uh oh, there's DLC. Of course, there's nah, it's DLC. just cosmetic stuff, okay. and one of them yeah. is the Activision like uh, donate to the soldiers or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, it's not letting me really check. There we go. Um, I think it's on sale right now for like thirty. I, I mean, I had a feeling because like most of the winter sales are still going on. So yeah, yeah literally everything's on sale till I think January eighth. Nice. That's not bad. Because uh, I know Steam is is doing huge sales, and I'm really considering getting uh, the uh, what's that Banner Lords three? Because that's the kind of game that I play. <clears throat> yep, <laughs> no, I'm a nerd. 
because, of course, uh, I also work retail during the holidays, so I haven't had a lot of time to play. And what time I have uh, had has been spent mostly editing the numerous podcasts that we do uh, and and getting ready for the next NPC adventures. Um, but uh, I have still been playing Red Dead online and enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I played with Noah for a little while. Uh, so longtime listeners will remember Noah. He's back up in, in uh, Washington and we played it for a little while and I'm not sure that he liked it, but I made him play it anyway. Uh, and it was it was a, a bunch of fun. But now, Kent, I got you to download it. And, yeah. and Leonard, he keeps promising that he's going to play it with me. So we're going to join the Sick Fresh Dope Posse and and wreck some shit. I already have a posse. Oh. Yeah, me too. I you know I could be there by proxy. <laughs> well, you can always join my posse after you leave your posse. So just I'm a thousand islanders. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the only way I'm going to play that is if I form a blood feud against you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of cool to have just like you know uh, a dastardly. Uh, mustache twirling enemy yeah. that just pops yeah, on. I mean, if I could the... actually get the animation of twisting the <laughs> there, mustache, there is, I might. There is that animation. Don't you worry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, You're gonna oh, tie us up out. and put us on the railroad <laughs> track. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, that's that's basically what I've been playing, and that's that's all I've had time for. Leonard, you're gonna round us off. What have you been playing, my bud? Uh, nothing much has changed. Just Hyrule Warriors, Red Dead Redemption 2 Online, GTA 5, even though I haven't gone to the new heist yet. And I think that's it. Oh, a little bit of Fortnite. That's it. Okay. Um, nice. So how far are you? Because I don't know how long Hyrule, not Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity is. A thousand hours. Any Dynasty Warriors <laughs> game is a thousand hours. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's a lot of missions. It's like almost to the point where, like, I kid you not, my friend and I were playing, shout out to my friend JoJo. Um, He's not on a bizarre adventure. Mm, but It's too bad. We um, were both playing, and there was literally one mission. I don't remember the name of it, but to any person who's going to play it, you literally complete this one mission, and... I kid you not, a literal 50 missions will pop up. <laughs> and they're like, ba-ding, 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 ba-ding throughout the whole freaking map. That sounds like a Ubisoft game. I I kid you not, I I felt anxiety. Mm, I bet. <laughs> and I literally just, I, I put my, I dropped my controller and I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I have so many missions in so little time. Yeah. And then Link broke into your house and said, come on, you little bitch, you better finish me. There's but, no way you can't leave these missions unfinished. But see, that's the thing. You forget. He said it in his Hylian tongue. Which yeah. is, <laughs> and pots. <laughs> and he threw pots at you for hours. Yes. Lots of pots. See, nice. This is why All you those. can play like an MMO, like BDO. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Who, who needs to out. play, uh, you know... Just set it down, let the controller do its thing. <laughs> Who needs to actually play video games when the video game can play itself? Yeah, it can play you. It is the future. <laughs> do you want to play the? Cyberpunk. I'm gonna play the. 
I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna code an AI just to beat Dark Souls. I think that's <clears throat> that's my goal. So I could just watch it do it for me. Would you rather play the beta Red Dead Online or play the Alpha Chad Black Desert Online? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take the uh, Alpha Chad, thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, speaking of Grand Theft Auto Online, I, of course, have a bone to pick with that game because it takes development time away from my beloved Red Dead Online. Um, but dead. I'm sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you. I heard uh, someone trying to speak from six feet under. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, how are you enjoying Grand Theft Auto Online? Um, it's still toxic as ever. Oh, okay. Uh, I usually just do private sessions. Nice. Uh, Man, I wish there were private sessions in the other Rockstar game that has an online service. Oh, you mean the one that's dead? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> It but just got fun. a large increase of brand new players. Thank you very much. Yeah. Large increase of players, meaning Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and then the other PS4 he just recently bought so he can play with himself. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's Currently playing with like one controller in each hand. <laughs> so it have is they not officially easy. announced that they're going to change the name to Already Dead Online? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So funny. So funny. Uh, are you looking forward to the new uh, bank heist that you're getting? Leonard. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, the only problem I'd say behind that, I mean, Grant is not really a problem. And I guess maybe if I thought about it, I, it wouldn't have been much of a problem. But they make the sub, which you have to get to do the mission, two mil. Whoa. And if you want to customize it and do all the things, it's about four mil. Whoa. So I have no concept of money in that game. That sounds <laughs> yeah, like uh, pretty much they gave, uh, you know, three million each month. And me being the person who's like, I like cars. Mm. I'm going to buy another car. <clears throat> oh, what's that? You, your, your girlfriend broke up with you? Buy another car. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, that's sort of Red Dead on or like that's sort of just Rockstar online uh, in general. Any money that you get, don't spend it ever because there's going to be content that's going to be locked behind a paywall uh, that will be the exact amount of money that you need. So it's never great. Yeah. Never great. Not a fan of that. But uh, I mean, they make more money than any other video game in history. So good for them. Anyway, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all about news. I hope you guys are looking forward to it, because we don't have a lot, and it's all about cyberpunk, as far as I know. Okay, bye. And now, for another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Episode 2 campsite hey did you hear Half-Life 3 came out really yeah is it any good yeah I mean I mean one reviewer gave it like a 7 out of 10 so really yeah 7 out of 10 yeah I mean 7 out of 10 I was hoping to play that game yeah but Seven. 
And so concludes another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. We don't have a lot this uh, this week, but uh, we're going to get through it, and we're going to do it together, and we're going to be holding hands while we do it. Everybody, hold hands. Leonard, I hear that there's... Six feet. A, I hear right. that there is a little bit of uh, news that uh, we need to get to, and it's a very specific kind of news, and we always appreciate it when you introduce that very specific kind of news, so... If you could do us all the honor of gifting okay. us. But in return, I'm going to get a gift back. Yeah? What's that? Well, um, you're going to have to edit something for me. Okay. And I'm going to about to do the audio tune for it. Okay. Nintendo News. I don't know if we have the rights to that. Oh, we will. <laughs> Arnold's going to break into the studio and hold us hostage. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> I'm a Schwarzenegger. You say that now until it's the Arnold from Terminator 1 when he's wearing no clothes. It's fine. <laughs> like I said, I'm a Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Well, what... Uh, I I guess that was Terminator, right? That was the Terminator theme you were yeah. doing? Okay. Well, I, I will try my best to edit that in. Um, what kind of Nintendo news do you have for us? Um, I mainly only have two things. Go for it. First thing is big news, and the second one is sad, funny news. All right. I do like big news, so start us with that one. All right. Well, if you thought Disney would never have a competitor, boy, are you wrong. Because in Japan, and mind you, in Japan. Yeah. The Super Mario World, or whatever they're calling it, is now open. And yeah. apparently, uh, Miyamoto has a lot to do with it. Yes. He definitely walked around the place in a 15-minute uh, Nintendo Direct that he did earlier this month. And um, it looked small to me. Like, like, the footprint of it looked small. It looked like one park. Uh, from the Disneyland's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like the section? Yeah, yeah. And I did notice one one detail that uh, I'm not sure was the greatest idea in the world. Um, they have this like uh, little mission thing that kids uh, and adults, I guess, are able to do throughout. And uh, it requires you, one, to have a little ra- uh, wristband. And uh, two, it also requires you to uppercut um, blocks. Like literal, actual, they're probably plastic blocks from below. You you uppercut them, right? I don't think that that's the best idea in the world. Um, because people are going to try and do that with their head. People are going to try and kick them. Uh, people are going to try and do it with their little brother's head. I, I think it was a short-sighted goal. 
Does debris like shatter into your face? <laughs> no, you do get a satisfying ding. But what you what you also get is a boxer's fracture on your hand. Uh, like I don't. It looked like Miyamoto was like really going at these blocks. So like maybe it's just because he's an older dude and he's he's uppercutting them. But he he was putting pretty much a lot of force in there, and I'm I'm worried that that force is going to be required throughout the park, and that's not going to be good for lawsuits. Yeah. See over here, we actually have some turtles you actually step on. <laughs> They just release thousands of turtles throughout the park every morning. One of them has a prize. They're going to be walking around eating mushrooms. It's like growing in the cracks of the cement. Look, Mom. He went on a psychedelic trip that day. He was Bowser, Peach, and Mario. All uh, I mean, it's it's good news that because like this was teased back like five or six years ago. So I'm glad that they actually like uh, followed through with it and opened uh, the park probably in the best time to open up a theme park that you have to be outside for um, around people. So and a super small one too. <laughs> a super small one uh, that has a lot of corridors, from what I can tell, uh, and only indoor eating. So like, it's it's not the greatest timing in the world. But I hope that uh, once the apocalypse has ended, uh, people flood to Japan to to see the magical, wonderful world of Super Mario and his brother. Exactly. What else you got for us, Leonard? Well, I actually realized I had another piece of news. Oh, okay. Um, so I might as well bring it up. Sure. So there are geniuses out there. Mm-hmm. And some geniuses don't need to do what they do. But when they do it, you just have to salute. Sure. I just like to do it. Don't worry about it. What are you talking about, though? Anyways, um, <laughs> so... There is uh, a genius who thought, you know, Cyberpunk 2077, it's an interesting game, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the means to necessarily play it. Right. You do need a pretty beefy computer, and, uh, you know, Dan is a testament to that. So, how do I play it? How do I I play it, Leonard? How, How do I play it? Well... I definitely don't want to play it on PS4 or Xbox. Not right now, that's for sure. That's thing. I got it. The most genius idea of it all. Playing it on the Nintendo Switch. Perfect. <laughs> there is no better system I can think of. PC bows to the Nintendo Switch's awesome power. Exactly. Yes. Through uh, Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So... I love this story, actually. Leonard, do you want to uh, expand, expound on, on what you're talking about? Um, basically, some guy just said, hey, you know what? It'd be a great idea to put the Switch to my use with the Stadia and put Cyberpunk 2077 on it. Mm. And apparently it ran very smooth. I am not surprised. Apparently, there's two ways currently to play uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 at its best and that is a very very good computer or a very very fast internet and Stadia because Stadia has one of the strongest connections to this game uh, currently out it is better than the Xbox 
uh, and PlayStation versions, uh, even if you're playing on a PS5 or an Xbox series, uh, Stadia beats it, which is kind of amazing that Google was able to pull that out of their ass. Uh, and now we're looking at, uh, uh, what is it, Lumia? The uh, Yeah, for Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Now we're looking at Lumia to sort of show us what it can do. But um, Stadia, apparently. And someone put Stadia on Switch. Dan, would you do this? Would I do that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, the only issue is, like, it just depends on if Stadia is going to come around to, like, exist in, like, two years. But <laughs> Shut up. Then, I mean, I would try it. I'm giving them money. Shut up. It's <laughs> it's going to last forever. Yeah. It's like, I mean, guys, he's, guys, he's keeping we, we got one. <laughs> if he can keep Red Dead online, he can keep Stadia online. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I, I've been considering buying uh, Red Dead on uh, Stadia as well, just to see what it looks like well, on PC. You know, if you buy, I don't know if it's still going on, but they had a promo. If you buy Cyberpunk, they give you a free Stadia. <laughs> I, I mean, like yeah. And everything with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, you can pretty much buy any computer game and Stadia will be like, ooh, ooh, do you want to play it on Stadia? You can you can play that on Stadia. You can do that there, too. But you, you got to get the pro. We can give you a free controller. It's a $90 controller. We'll just give it to you. Please? Please? And then your ISP um, data cap holds a gun <laughs> to your head. It's like, are you sure you want to make that decision? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it is sort of embarrassing. Uh, I guess this is sort of a, a Stadia uh, tangent, but uh, I'm playing uh, when I can. I'm playing Boulder's Gate uh, 3 on there, and I'm noticing that my internet usage has gone through the goddamn roof because of that game, so I had to like stop for the month of December just because I, I Comcast is being a bitch, so... What am I supposed to do? Well, was that it for Nintendo or was that the second thing or did you have nope. yeah, got you, one more thing? Yeah, that's what I thought. So give us that one more thing. So the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, mm. it was a great idea. Sparked up a, a new portable gaming vision to oh, the yeah. world. Oh, yeah. It's My one first, of the best things uh, first, that uh, Nintendo uh, could have system. ever made. Yeah, yeah. Changed the landscape of video games for sure. Mm -hmm. But there's one thing that is very much forgotten. Mm. And I saw this and I couldn't help but cry and laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, people who are old enough to remember, mm. the work boy. The work boy? Yes. What is, is the like work the succession boy? of Fallout Boy? It is. <laughs> I kid you not. Is literally a keyboard meant for a Game Boy. No <laughs> way. If I'm you don't believe me, right now, Google it. I'm YouTube it right now. Oh things. my God! You're not kidding. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Oh wow! This because then my name wouldn't be Leonard. It'd be kidding. This is too fucking funny. Hey, honey, I'm really excited to start filing my taxes now that I got the work boy. <laughs> I got the work boy. Don't worry, honey. Our debt problems are gone. A thing of the past. I got a work boy. Christ. Uh. <laughs> and you're going to appreciate it one of these days. <laughs> one, of the, one of these days you're going to 
Good actually Lord. laugh. Look at that Lord. thing. <laughs> Today is not that day. I posted it to no, the it Discord if you all want to see it. Oh, I looked it up. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, to be fair, it did use that underutilized link cable cable. So, you know, uh, there's that. This is like somebody saw this and was like, you know what? Let's make a phone. And then that's how the sidekick was born. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> sidekick. <laughs> I love it. And I got to say, I, I, you know, it's just a picture. So maybe I'm just prejudiced against what this thing looks like. But those um, those look like squishy buttons. And I don't know if you guys have ever tried to type with squishy buttons but it's impossible. Wow. They should have gone full mechanical. Full mechanical. What the hell? Blue. You mean, a- you mean analog, Paul? <laughs> squishy. <laughs> no, squishy buttons. I mean squishy buttons. When you mm. press them, they squish. Instead okay. of getting like, yeah, a, like a good It's click. the rubber buttons. Yeah, hey, the rubber buttons. Hey, Dan, can can I can I see you guys in the kitchen? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, Paul, you can go ahead and have uh, the, the chalkboard over oh. there. Okay. Thank you. All right. Guys, I think he's been in the uh, cozy room for a little too long. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we need to have an intervention, especially about Red Dead. Mm -hmm. Um, He keeps denying that it's the best game ever. It's just not. It's it's just literally, what what did you say before? The, uh, what was it called? I have the plan guy simulator. Oh, uh, Dutch? Yeah, it's the Dutch failed plan simulator. Yeah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say his name because any any name in that game will be a trigger for him. I'll just make it worse. Yeah. So I, I guess we, we need to reconvene and figure this out. Yeah, keep me posted. All right. Uh, great team meeting, Dan. Thanks for your right. input. Uh, that's what I'm here for. All right, Paul, well, we're back. Oh, uh, we were, back, we were uh we were uh 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 baking a, a microwave. I can't wait to try it. So we are going to move on to the Bury the Lead section, the most popular section of the entire podcast every single week. And this Bury the Lead is uh, sort of a a continuation, a part two from uh, last week's Burying the Lead. And that is Cyberpunk is getting sued. I am not surprised that this is happening, but uh, there are two lawsuits pending uh, against CD Projekt Red uh, by their uh, investors. One of those investors being the government of uh, Poland, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, this is, of course, coming off of the heels of one of the, well, probably the worst opening weekend for a video game uh, in this decade, at least. Kinda. Kinda. They did sell 13 million copies. They did do that. They did do that, but they're not posting the numbers uh, uh, of how many are actually getting returned. But um, I I assume that a lot are getting returned since they basically, it was a blanket statement just like, hey, if you want to return this, go ahead and do it. We'll figure it out. Um, Which is more than I could say for other games that came out in uh, less than optimal state. <clears throat> but um, this lawsuit is a little bit scary for those who are holding on to their copy in hopes of uh, eventually playing a, a good game on their consoles um, because 
we don't know what the future is for CD Projekt Red. Uh, there is um, some people who don't work, of course, at CD Projekt Red, but uh, who have said that uh, this would be a perfect opportunity for some of the major developers of this uh, company to jump ship and uh, start their own indie development team and start making games under that, which would cut the... Uh, the staff at CDPR, and then it would make it even harder for uh, Cyberpunk to actually become a decent console game. And yeah, uh, so the lawsuit is not a good uh, good move uh, for CD Projekt Red. But uh, Dan, what's what's their next move? What, what do you predict here? Um, basically, work on just PR. It's at this point it's just getting things to work correctly. Um, focus on getting a next gen version out. Yes. Um, because it'll be the most like reliable on a console yes. platform. Yes. Because you need something that can actually run on a console. Yeah. And then uh, that's running uh, well. And then uh, uh, both Microsoft and Sony can be like, "Hey, you guys want to play this game? Come buy this uh, system that will be in stock soon." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then as those consoles do come back in stock, which will be around the same time, the next gen console, next gen versions would right. launch. Uh, they would actually be able to save face and that scope. Yeah. The problem is going to be, of course, the launch uh, PS4 versions. Um, it might, in my guess, turn into the first game that's ever going to say, hey, this is not a base PS4 game. This is not a base Xbox One game. Which this is kind of funny because like, at the beginning of uh, the conversations with um you know microsoft and sony talking about their newest systems coming out they were like no 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 we we won't be doing that uh every game that you can play on xbox one you can play on uh, xbox series for the first few years and it didn't even take an entire full month for that not to be true um, yeah, I mean, it's but it's the one thing I've been saying. The Xbox kind of shot themselves in the foot when right. they said that they're going to support the original Xbox with every uh, first party title for like two years. Yeah, it like it's it's ambitious it's, to say the least to say that. So like I. I don't. I'd I don't say know. It's generous to say ambitious. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because again, like, first of all, they're not the ones making the games. Like they're they're producing some of the games, but they're not developing those games. So that's that's putting the ball and all of the onus into somebody else's hands and being like, "Hey, make this statement true, huh?" And that's right. that's a little fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's because they need market saturation, and right now, I mean, not to move too far away from the topic, uh, production's going up, as we've always said, and there's not enough. Uh, people with next-gen consoles for an install base right. to recoup those costs. Right. So, therefore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kent, I know that you are, you know, trying to get into the industry uh, and going to school and doing wonderfully, and congratulations. Um, Thank you. What if, uh, <laughs> what if your publisher came to you and was like, hey, make sure this game runs on seven different consoles? <laughs> Kevin would be like, I got it. <laughs> um, I what? would get the Glock that's currently in my lower drawer. <laughs> uh, what, yeah, like, what what kind of workload are these people looking at? Because, like, to me, that sounds fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no. Um, if I would get that, or if I heard that a team is, you know, that's what 
their task is, I would imagine they would have to hire people to do just that. Um, because you, as it is on almost every single like prop and, um, like game object you have, you're going to have to do like a lower resolution version right? and a higher resolution version, depending on like where you are, blah, blah, blah. But then you're going to have to tweak every single one of those, um, for each console. And then you're going to have to see like, okay, what sacrifice should I do? It's just not, it's just a ton of work. And then you have to ask yourself, is it really worth it? I mean, like how many people are still playing this on, a base Xbox one or PS4, is it worth all the money right? to do that? And, you know, they put themselves in that corner because they assured people that it was, and they had pre-orders available a year or even more before the game came out on those consoles. So, um, it's understandable for sure why it's not playable, but, um, it's just a lot of, you know, planning you have to do for everything because, you have to make the game run the same mechanically, you yeah. know? So you have to do little things to change it up. But currently what we've been seeing is they've changed it up so much that some of those mechanics, not even just graphics wise are suffering. Like you've got uh, NPCs and cops that spawn and despawn right in front of you, yeah. you know, and it just, it yeah. changes the game at that point. Scripts that aren't firing for certain quests. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. you got no cars whatsoever on the street. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a different game at that point, which shouldn't be the case. Um, but it is because we're talking about like a whole gener- you know, generation gap. You got um, like the PS5 and the Series X with uh, modern PCs mm-hmm. compared to what, 2011 tech? Yeah. And, and... Yeah. You know, we said this on the last episode, I would have been totally fine if they would have released the PC version and said that the next gen version is coming and we're canceling the current gen version. Like, I would have understood because yeah. it, it means that the game is, you know, so big and so ambitious and so new and shiny that the older gen con- consoles just can't take it. But PC, of course, they can always take it. And the next gen consoles are the only way for the the every man without three thousand dollars to be able to play this this game, and I'm I, that's fine. It's yeah. it's sad. It's a sad state. Yeah, they just got too comfortable with like say The Witcher Three, which yeah. did fantastic on uh, consoles. Yeah, and it got progressively better as it was running. And so I think they just were like, yeah, we could do a multi platform. We could do it all. Mm-hmm. We've done it. We've proven it. And it's like. Yeah. And I wonder if that was the the suits saying that we can do it, we can do it all. And the developers being like, well, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I, I guarantee you somebody was pushing from above. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. No. Well, also because it's like a huge thing. They got all these people, a majority, because what? The uh, pre-orders went live a year ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then so you got. A majority of your base having it already pre-ordered, so it would be a, a nightmare for retail stores and online storefronts. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, they didn't know that <laughs> it was this bad until probably uh, the first major delay. Right. And then they probably had a section of their team being like, okay, you know what? Don't worry about optimizations. Just make the game 
to a standard of like the 30, um, 3000 series RTX. And then this next, this new dev kit we have for the next gen, just do that. We'll have our guys simplify everything yeah. and make it run. And then they figured out it's impossible, near impossible. Yeah, I do wonder how much of it comes down to, like, especially with the consoles, because there were so many announcements of, oh, it's backwards compatible, these SDK, you know, the, the development kits that people are getting. They're probably being told, yeah, it's going to be backwards compatible with all the stuff. Mm. And they just went ahead with it without actually doing, you know, their own um, system resource checks. Yeah, I mean, and like. It, and then it was like, oh, shit. Sony Sony basically came out while this uh, uh, lawsuit business was was cropping up. Sony basically came out and said, like, we we trusted CD Projekt Red had the get the game running fine. Like we we didn't question whether or not they did because they said that they did. And like so uh, because a lot of people were bl- were blaming the the systems because, you know, they have people going to these studios and being like, hey, let me see your brand new game running on my my system. And they ran it totally fine on a on a, you know, PS4 Pro kind of. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like the certification process that everyone has to go through, like yeah. what happened during that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering that too. Cause like if, if that certification process is, cause it's important, everyone has to go through it, but if it's not working, then what the hell? Oh yeah. It, it hasn't been working. I mean, we've got like life of black tiger still on the PlayStation store. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you don't know about that game, look it up. Uh, pause the podcast and look up that game and then yeah. come back and, and then you'll listen have a to the rest of the episode for that. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's a good point. It, it, it's as long as you can technically play the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they take into account crashing or frame rate issues. That stuff is always, especially in the day and age of like patching. Right. Um, the infinite patch. There's a way more lenience mm-hmm. and we're talking about a third party system cross-platform so you don't have sony coming in to be like hey you know the image of our system really kind of depends on how this game is running like they do with naughty dog and uh sucker punch and all of them right and it's uh it's a different country too yeah that too that too and during covid a lot of factors that you know are going on yes yeah so not excuses but no yeah uh, no 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 yeah but i i I do want to point out like this is not the developer's fault they did the best they could and they were probably the entire time talking to the suits up above and being like hey this isn't going to work but the suits were probably like hey guess what make it work or it's your job so bye Hey, we yeah. said uh, in an interview that it works flawlessly. There yeah, you go. you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so well, it runs surprisingly well. <laughs> right, right. Which is honestly, now that I think about it, not the best thing to say about a video game on on other consoles. Yeah, it's like with a bit of a 2020 vision on that one. Right, right. It like, runs surprisingly well. What, what yeah, they were ahead of the game, that? like us in the 2018 2019 mindset were like oh yeah nice <laughs> all optimistic <laughs> and, and shit the 2020 cynical side comes <laughs> up and it's like shit oh you mean it runs like shit 
Yeah, <laughs> even it runs. <laughs> and you were surprised at that fact. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. But hopefully uh, in the near future, we will see a CD Projekt Red running on a PS5 and a Series X that uh, doesn't look uh, like shit and doesn't crash uh, randomly. But until then, we are going to take a break. Nope, that came out wrong. We are going to take a break and hope while we're taking a break that the game comes out better. There we go. Nailed it. And when we come back, we are going to start opening up gifts because we don't have a topic this week. It's all about gifts and it's all about uh, us, the NPCs. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is where people stop the podcast and uh, delete it. Uh, but uh, just in case that's the truth, uh, I'm going to do the outro kind of now. Uh, you should go to silvertongueaudio.org and download the other podcasts like Dazed and, uh, Dazed and Disturbed and uh, Midnight in the Bay. Midnight in the Bay, of course, every single Monday. Dazed and Disturbed every other Friday. We'll be back. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Why do we play a game? Sure. How about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? No, I always get called a squeaker. Fortnite? Nah, Fortnite's boring. How about Grand Theft Auto 5? Mom says I can't play that game. I got just the thing. Whoa! Need for Speed, the yeet. Where this time you can yeet your car across the whole world from just one drift. You can yeet through buildings. Bang into other cars. You can even go underwater. And coming this summer, you can get the DLC to go into outer space. Say again, please. Story is the best ever in Need for Speed history. Johnny, we have to go 100 miles in about 2.5 seconds to jump over that oddly placed train. How are we gonna do it? <laughs> and this time, as a GameStop exclusive, you get the legendary Master Yeet with two Yeet spray paints and get Yeet Nitrous in the beginning of the game. <laughs> Need for Speed, The Yeet. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. my knees. Yeah, without without Kent, this this podcast falls apart quickly. I mean, Kent, you wouldn't understand. I was actually a gr- I was actually becoming Dan. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah, and I'm we sorry. cannot have two Dans on the podcast. No, I love very... it. It was a great feeling. The fact that I could actually be cynical and actually enjoy it, <laughs> like it was amazing. I could literally say "fuck you" and not even have any repercussions for it. Yeah. Oh, right. actually, actually, power is amazing. Welcome back, everybody, and as you can tell by the jingle bells I am currently editing in, this is NPC Christmas. And isn't it gorgeous outside? The weather outside apparently is frightful, but the fire is out of control. 
we are here and we are going to be opening gifts that we got for each other. Uh, it's a very heartwarming thing that we've been doing since we started the podcast. And we always uh, invite the audience to, to enjoy the sounds of uh, wrapping, unwrapping, and uh, then us describing the gifts that we got for each other. So we are going to start with Leonard because Leonard, I don't know why. I just want to start with you. Leonard, pick a gift. Yay. Tell us who it's from. And uh, into the microphone, go ahead and unwrap it to make this completely inaudible. All right. So this is from KMP. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, me and Katie. We got a joint gift. We broke the rules by doing that. But, yep. Gotcha. And it says to Leonard. To Leonard. Yeah. Are you opening it? I, I was waiting for the ASMR. I can't part of it. hear it, so I <laughs> you don't have to know. Tap it first. Let me know when to stop. <laughs> you know, I think I think Zoom is like, oh, I'm sure you don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, it's like censoring. <laughs> this sounds like audio garbage. You don't want to hear this. This. This is amazing, and I'm so glad because now I get to be more into the nerddom. Yes, that was our goal. And it's also an advertisement. Also that. So tell us, Leonard, what did we get for you? I got the best Christmas present you could ever ask for. Yeah. From a kid that's five to a person that's still in his mother's basement. Sweet. That is Dungeons and Dragons Alloy Dice and Tray. Yeah. And it's a 12-piece. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a nice little dice set that we got for you because we need you to uh, enjoy your time playing D and D because it's so much fun to play D and D. And guess where we play D and D, Leonard? Where do we play D and D? On the NPC Adventures that come out every other Friday. One episode, I'm sorry, every other Thursday, and uh, one episode actually just came out uh, uh yesterday since we're recording this uh, because of Christmas. But we are wrapping up the uh, uh, NPC Adventures turmoil, and then we're going to be going on to the D and D. Uh, that we have already started recording. So I hope everybody listening to this uh, will join us in that, and it's a lot of fun. But Leonard, Merry Christmas, buddy. We wanted you to we wanted you to roll dice with the best of them. Thanks. I celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, <laughs> oh happy Kwanzaa. It's actually Kwanzaa today, so happy Kwanzaa. I actually don't celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah, I wish well, I shit. did, but thanks. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I hear it's really fun, actually. Yeah, I heard so too, and I'm sad because I've never really looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to go next? Dan, how about you? Dan, we gotta we gotta grow that heart one more size this year. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna go with a gift that I have been sitting on apparently since last year. Yes, because <laughs> um, of the story. It, yes, it is gonna be the the biggest. Of all the things mm-hmm. for this uh, episode. Yes. So um, due to COVID, I had to stop by Paul's and drop off the whole gifts. And right. it's like, you know, here, here's my little bag of stuff for everybody. <laughs> and Paul's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, here, you know, he hands me his present. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let her drop something off for you. <laughs> it's from uh, last year's. Yes. It's like, it's like oh, oh, really? He comes out with, um, I don't know how to describe it. If there was a wall and it had a frame on it, (laughs) 
It would be basically that. It's it's a picture frame about four feet tall. It's a very, very big picture frame. (laughs) And in the center of this picture frame. Kind of center. Yeah, it kind of. It's actually sliding down a little bit now. Um, Is it's a picture. It's a diva like movie poster mock-up kind of thing uh with some writing on it oh can i elaborate on that leonard yes so to go back to a younger leonard the dark times but the bright times yes i had a friend i can't say his name or i don't think i can so i won't okay but my friend was a really amazing drawer Like, he is one of the best drawers I've ever seen in my entire life. And there were times where I used to get a manga and I would read it and then I'd let him read it. And then he said, hey, in return for you letting me read it, I'll give you a picture. Whatever drawing you want, I'll draw it for you. And I said, dope. And he drew it for me, a picture of a pretty much Mega Man anti-warrior manga. And it was something that really touched my heart because it was something that I knew he thoroughly enjoyed and he was one of my best friends and still is. Fast forward many years later, he works at Blizzard. (laughs) And I knew that he worked at Blizzard and was part of the Overwatch team. And I asked him, I said, hey, I know this is very weird, weird to ask, but do you think you have any like Overwatch memorabilia lying around that maybe you could get some of the creative designers to sign? And he said, yeah, anything. I'll do that. And he literally came all the way from, I think it's Seattle. Southern California. Yeah. Just to come by, say hi, and give me the poster. That's awesome. So that Dan, Merry Krumah. Thank you, sir. That is beautiful. I literally love it. <laughs> yeah, I've been kind Got of sitting. Connections. I've been sitting on that knowledge for an entire year, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> well done, Bob. I cannot wait well. for him to get this because it's going to blow his goddamn mind. And then Leonard comes over with it, and I'm like, "Damn, that is fucking perfect! It's like the perfect size. It's signed like clearly with like a, a silver sharpie, not a black yeah. one. So it's it's nice and it pops." Uh, and then he showed me the uh, frame that he got for it, and I was confused and worried. I didn't know. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have a mat for it if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's good. keep Thank this. You. Let's keep this happy train going. Leonard, go, go ahead. Keep going. What, what else you got? Oh, uh, well, I got a fitting enough. I got a gift for, from Dan. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> I don't know if you can hear this. I can now. There it is. Yeah, I think it's Zoom. Zoom is just like, no. no yeah. It's like, <laughs> it spikes and it's like, nope, we're good. I'm pretty sure Paul can find an audio file. Yeah, I'll just take it from the last episode. It's just, from just Nam. Make the sound with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm is it, Leonard? Vader. Well, it says Funko LLC Co Vietnam. Nice. And uh, I'm not going to read any more because I'm excited to see and I'm very happy of what I'm seeing. 
Oh. And I'm really, really appreciative of it. It is a Goku Funko Pop with him eating noodles. Oh, oh that's nice. a halo on that's top. That's a good one. Which is Oh, with the halo? Oh, that's good. <laughs> which so he's, is literally me. He's on the dragon. I bag. eat a lot of ramen. That's that's awesome. Some would say an unhealthy amount. But then my question is, did I ask? (laughs) That is a quality pop you just got there. That's a good DBZ pop. I love it. All right, Kent. All right. What do we got? So um, from Leonard is the the gift card. Yeah. Tarjay. Tarjay gift card. Tarjay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I think it's French. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think there's a little uh, tilde above the E. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you that so much. Uh, there's no unboxing for this one. No. Um, so just pretend in your mind uh, ripping and. I will add more ripping sound effect for no reason right With here. reverb, please. <laughs> Always with reverb. Always. Huge room reverb. <laughs> Should I do another? Uh, yeah, go for it. Why not? All right. Let's see. I have one to Julia, which is um, she's in the other podcast, The uh, Adventures, correct? Yes, she is. Does she listen to this podcast? She does. Okay. Yes. In that case, I won't say what it is. Um, I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to have her or she I'm going to tell her not to listen to it, though. Okay. Um, so if you want to. Right. So we actually got her the same thing that we got Leonard. Nice. It is a really nice set of D&D dice so that when she plays with us in the NPC adventures, uh, she can she can roll with the best of them. Because I know that this is her first game. This is Leonard's first game. And we wanted to bring both of them in uh, uh, both feet. Uh, she's really going to appreciate it. Yeah, so yeah. thank you guys. So. No problem. For her. And also, um, I'm never going <laughs> to, I'm never going to hear the end of her probably throwing the dice on the table and everything. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's never going to stop. No, yeah. it's going to be like not even playing D and D. We're going to be playing like something else. And I'm going to be hearing in the, in the background. <laughs> are they, like are that. they ivory? Like um, uh, or, they're, um, they're alloy uh, bone, right? <laughs> they're metal. So, so they're chunky. Yeah. They're pretty chunky. Yeah. They'll yeah. make a nice I, sound. Yeah. Yeah. I got, um, I got peasant plastic one. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking peasant. All right, Dan, Just don't lose one. If you step on it, that's, that's the end of it. The D fours, <laughs> the D fours are no joke that those yeah. are caltrops. What about <laughs> it? They're worse than Legos, honestly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Paul, don't you want to go? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll go. I got uh, I got a Target card from Leonard, and you know what? Uh, thank you, Leonard, because Target is getting more and more expensive because of the apocalypse, and uh, there's always stuff that I want there that I'm like, ah, do I need it? But now I have no excuse to get it for myself, so I'm glad I have a Target card. Thank you so much, Leonard. No problem. And then I have this uh, incredibly dense, small package here from Dan uh, that I'm going to uh, open for everybody. And I hope that everybody can hear this while I open it. Yeah. Yep. We can hear. Okay. All right. Well, what is this? Headphones. 
Is this a headphone caddy? Yeah, it's a little thing. Oh, hell uh, yeah. studio. Oh, hell yeah. Make it look even better than it already does. Dan, this is awesome. I appreciate that. That's actually, yeah, it's a nice one. It actually folds up so you don't fucking run into it. Oh, does it? Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. I like that. Because I also got uh, one of those, like, under-mounted desktop or uh, desk uh, uh, mouse pads. And I fold that under, and it looks great. So, yeah, now I have a headphone one. I like that. Dan, I appreciate it. You always know just what to get me. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, Okay, well, uh, back to you, man. Oh, to me? Yeah. All right. Where did I put this? Right by me. All right. So this, I don't know how to describe this packaging because I think that people should know. (laughs) Paul's wrapping job. Yes. I am uh, not a good rapper, to say the least. No. Um, imagine if somebody was making a homemade Tootsie Roll. Yes. That, that, that's pretty much what this is. So I did one side, right? I, like, folded it nicely and I yeah, tried my best. Yeah. And then in the other side, I was like, well, fuck that. I'm not doing that again. So I just uh, <laughs> twisted it up. All right. So let's, let's open this candy bar up. <clears throat> That's good. No, no, no. That's good. Might use that for the rest of them. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) This is just audio fucking terribleness. (laughs) Okay. It's a white thing so far. Right, oh, that's right. I didn't layer. unwrap it from the original packaging. <laughs> I know. So you have no idea what it is. I still have not a clue. Good. <laughs> All right, I got one chunk off. <laughs> All right. Opening presents from me is like a present in and of itself. Uh, <laughs> it's an experience. Yeah. Is this a mouse pad? It is a mouse pad. That's one big mouse pad. Yup. <laughs> I said to myself, what would Dan want? He's He would want the biggest mouse pad they fucking have. Is it that anime titty one? I was so close, Kent. Kent, listen to me. I was so close to get the big ass anime titty one. <laughs> but instead, so Dan was- saying it's not? No. Oh, I'll put it back in the bag then. <laughs> I think you'll like it either way. Oh, that's cool. It'll match it'll exactly. match the poster. Exactly. It's a giant <laughs> Hopefully you, it, I love it. It fits on your desk. That's why uh it was like what like a month ago, maybe even more. I asked you yeah. how big your desk is. Ah. Yeah, I yeah, just this wanna... will literally I think fit perfectly. Good. Good. Cuz I have a, a Corsair one, which is nice, but it's a little too small, like not even kidding. Oh. Well, uh, for there you it. Go. So it's like this this is fabulous. And now you can smile down at your second favorite Overwatch character, Diva. Exactly. Because May, right? You're your May. May is always gonna be Bay. May is Bay, right. Well, that is fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh Leonard, uh, do you have any more? I couldn't remember. Nope, that was it. All good, all good. I know uh, Katie has a handful that, um, because of the unpleasantness that is going around the world, uh, 
they're either lost or somewhere in someone's warehouse somewhere uh, for everybody here. But uh, yeah, right now, Amazon has them. Um, Kent, I know you have one more. Yes. Yes. Actually, I think two. Two more? Okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, because Dan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, right. you get to pick which Let's one you Let's see. I'll do uh, from Dan first. Yeah, okay. I got a... I, I don't even think you can hear that. Kinda. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah? Oh my god, that's so cool. It's an X-Wing diorama build. Oh shit. That is so awesome. I'm and gonna, coloring. I'm going to want a picture of that thing. That sounds oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, when I saw it come in, I was like, maybe I should get Kent something else. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that thing's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that awesome. is awesome. Thank you. I now have something to do later. There you go. Yeah. And it looks really, really cool when it's built. Thank I you. might actually order one for myself. Wow. I'll have to show you guys when it's built. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I, oh, I wouldn't mind a picture of the box, frankly, on, on the Discord. But yeah, no, yeah that, I'll that do that. sounds amazing. Thank you. Yeah, glad you like it. Uh, well, since since Katie isn't on, uh, I just want to know. Um, I got her a, uh, a notepad, uh, like a really nice leather-bound notebook that she can use for the NPC uh, podcast. It's something that she's been wanting for a little while now so i got that for her um but uh dan what did you get for her what is that uh so there's a collection of uh the destiny comic books Mm. that i have the got her the first set of the collection that covers like i don't remember how many comics for the destiny story that's awesome yeah she she's basically been uh vacuuming up all of like the uh, uh book destiny stuff like she has uh she's getting the cookbook soon uh i have uh i gave her the anthology uh, uh thing nice nice good gift it's a good one so kent oh and i'm sure Ke- uh, katie is not going to be listening to this podcast so uh kent <laughs> you got one more thing yes currently opening it there yeah now i hear it oh my god <laughs> dark souls the card game yeah oh, I, didn't know they made that. I didn't know they made it either and when i saw it i was like well kent needs to play this that is awesome and it's one to four players yeah i was surprised i thought it was oh. gonna be one v one but no it's it's four players i'm interested to awesome. see how it plays that is so cool. Meaning Thank you. After Not a COVID, problem. come over and play. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All the all these things that we have that I've been working towards uh, uh, with the studio and like all the board games and the D and D and and like X Wing and all that stuff. I cannot wait for for COVID to be over so that we can all get back together and and fucking do this shit. Right. For sure. Yeah. Thank you guys. All yes, of you. Thank you, you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and Dan, I, I put on, um, your, uh, uh, headphone, uh, caddy thing. 
and now I have something to fiddle with while we record a uh, podcast. I'm just You're gonna, very welcome. <laughs> it's going to be uh, really annoying for anybody in the studio with me. Um, <laughs> so I believe that that's it. Thank you guys so much for uh, enduring another year of this podcast with me. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you guys on as, as often as we possibly can, because uh, especially now because of COVID, we never get to see each other. But uh, also it's nice to, to you know, be around intelligent uh, uh, people who like video games as much as I do. So that's 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 always a good thing. But uh, this is where we say goodbye, and we hope that uh, we see you next year, because, of course, this is the last podcast episode of 2020, this hellish year, and hopefully 2021 is going to be much, much better. Uh, let's all hope that that's the case, because otherwise, uh, I don't know if I can handle it, you know? Uh, yeah, go on to SilverTongueAudio.org. You can find us uh, on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and uh, pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast. There's a handful of places that I decided not to uh, post because they're not as good. Um, but uh, rate and review, that helps. Otherwise, uh, find us on Twitter, uh, the MPC Pod, uh, or at SilverTongueCA. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this year. Uh, until next game, everybody. Until next Christmas, darling. Silver Tongue Audio.